Welcome to Third Eye Science. I'm your host, Susan Bontoon, and on this podcast, we will be exploring the lines between science and spirituality. As a scientist and a yogi, I've found that these two realms do not have to be mutually exclusive. With the perspective of a logical scientist, I've navigated my own spiritual journey with a curious, open mind. I'll share lessons and tools I've found along the way and have compelling conversations with spiritual leaders, teachers, yogis, healers, and fellow travelers about their experiences and practices. In this age of information and misinformation, it's time to interpret and understand the world with your third eye. Welcome to Third Eye Science. Before we jump into the episode, I want to share my upcoming class series in June is Body Spirit Communion. We're spiritual beings having a human experience, and in this series, we'll build on the embodiment we enjoyed during Taurus season and deepen the communion between the body and the spirit. As we shift into the communicative Gemini energies, We're presented with an opportunity to ground the airy lightheartedness and joy of the season into the body. We leverage yoga, breath, and meditation practices to create space for listening, sharing, and feeling all that we are on a spiritual level and in our body, more profoundly on a physical and metaphysical level. So these classes are Mondays at 5.30 Pacific, June 12th through 26th. I teach on Soul Tribe Online, where you can join for free for 10 days if you want to try it out. After that, um, a monthly membership starts at just $35 a month. And that includes my classes. If you can't make the live time, I record all of them so you can do the class whenever is convenient for you. And then there are lots of other offerings on the platform. So it's a really incredible opportunity to connect. Um, We've also been really um, grounding into the daily, the, the early morning daily practice. And if you need a little accountability (laughs) um, for um, having a morning practice. This is a really great way. It's only half an hour. You get meditation, breath, and, and community in, um, at 6 30 AM Pacific. So, uh, please join us. It's all available exactly what you need when you're ready for it. So you can scroll down and find the link in the show notes or go to soultribeonline.com. I also want to invite you to a beautiful retreat that I am so looking forward to. I will be guest teaching with a dear friend of mine, Carrie Armstrong, who I know through Kundalini yoga teacher training. She and her partner, Eric, are 
soul family to me. And um, I'm really excited. We're going to be doing self-care, self-discovery, self-inquiry, all of my favorite things. So we're coming together in Costa Rica, August 5th through 12th at the Blue Spirit Costa Rica Retreat Center. This is in Nosara, Costa Rica. I'm just so excited about this. And I would love for you, some of you to join us because it's, um, it's really powerful when we come together in person. Yoga retreats are, are truly my favorite way of having a vacation. If you've never done one, this is a great way to, um, to step into this expansive experience, you can participate in as much or as little as works for you. And yeah, I would love to have you come. So scroll down, you'll see the link in the show notes. Let me know if you have any questions. Now on to the episode. Hello and welcome to Third Eye Science. Thank you for joining me. And this week, I want to share some of the contemplations I've been having, some of the experiences I've been having around really acknowledging the magic. (laughs) And I don't, I don't mean Harry Potter magic, although I'm all for Harry Potter magic. (laughs) I mean, the magic that we are, we all really all have the um, capacity to be and do and share and experience so much more than we do. And this is the (laughs) theme of this year, this, I don't know, last few years for me has been about how conditioning and programming really limits me, I've noticed. And I think so many of us have, um, this is, you know, something that we work that could be done, (laughs) should you choose to. So your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to notice. I mean, (laughs) it's really that simple. And I, so I'm going to give some examples so you understand what I mean, because these can be really magical experiences like, um, you know, a completely synchronistic, serendipitous um, meeting of someone or, you know, like sometimes we get these like hit over the head with a message, but it can be so simple. It can be as simple as being delighted by watching, um, watching a child play or watching a child experience something for the first time or watching a cat video. Yes, I said it. I <laughs> I have to admit, I'm here to admit it, that my 
Instagram. That's really the only social media platform that I'm like actively on, on a daily basis. That's where I, um, post my cart, my morning card pull. And my Instagram is almost exclusively. I mean, it's the few people that I really want to follow that I like every one of their posts and thank goodness Instagram hasn't filtered those people out. (laughs) But then it's almost exclusively animal rescues and like animal, (laughs) animal uh, reels, like of animals doing adorable things. (laughs) And it's heavily cat focused, but also dogs. Um, the dodo, which is features all sorts of really wonderful animal stories. I mean, it just makes me so happy and like literally makes me laugh a lot of the stuff. Or the other thing with these animal rescues is it's like these devastating stories of, um, of abuse and what's happened, neglect, what's happened to these animals, but all of them end in, you know, in triumph of someone opening their heart and home to these animals. And I, of course, have a special place in my heart for animals with uh, special needs because my cat um, has, he was born with a congenital eye issue and now has no eyes. (laughs) And so whenever I see an animal, a cat with no eyes or like one eye, I'm just like, (gasps) and my heart opens more. So even despite the like pain and the trauma of what they've experienced, it's like, there's also the triumph of of people opening their hearts. It's like the animals are pure love. So it's not like the animals are, I mean, they are overcoming some horrible things, but it's really this reminder that there are people in the world that are yeah, that are going, that are willing. There's this one lady I follow, Baby Kitten Rescue, I think, that she essentially takes in all the, the tiny, tiny little kittens that would, um, that need to be bottle fed and shelters just do not have the capacity to handle them. And a lot of times she winds up with um, rescuing lots of kittens kittens with special needs. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. So anyway, if that's not your thing, that's okay. You probably can find a thing. (laughs) Um, Because if you're going to scroll on social media, it should bring you joy. It shouldn't make you like following the news is not highly recommended at this time anymore, (laughs) in my opinion. Sure, it's important to know what's going on in the world, but it's also, you do not have to inundate yourself with it. So the other things I've been noticing is like, and this is something I have 
always been so enamored by is the light, just the way light, if if you have a little bit of a photographer's eye or an artist's eye, you notice light. And I, I notice light all the time, just like even in my house, it's, it's more obvious when you're out in the in nature, obviously, um, you get these shadows and light light through trees because I run in the forest. Um, the other day I was on a walk and I was just doing a little Instagram story really quick of the view. It's like this beautiful view over the Monterey Bay and it's a very quick walk right straight uphill from my house. And then I pan up to the sun and there's this perfect ring of light around it. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's just not something you see all that much when you try to get a photo with the sun, you know, often the sun makes those little flecks, like little green dots. And they're often like the, the, shape of a vesica pisces or you know there's it's that part i also really love seeing those in photos but this was like so then i i thought oh it's because i'm looking through the camera you know through my phone and i take the phone away and it's still there and i'm like oh my god so to just be delighted in it right and I actually, there was an episode recently on the We Can Do Hard Things um, podcast, and they were talking about delights. And they um, did an interview with with someone who wrote a book about, a book of delights, and wrote an essay a day for a year, I think, about the delights that he would witness throughout his life. And it was so interesting because I have been kind of on that journey myself and really noticing. So right now I'm sitting, here I am sitting in my yoga room, my meditation room in front of my altar. And one of the delights, I mean, the roses and the way they're opening, but the crystals and the way the light hits the crystals. I have this one crystal Atlantean quartz that has all these beautiful rainbows in it. I have other crystals that are just like really multifaceted. And so they have all these sparkles coming off of them. And it makes me so happy (laughs) to look at them. I recently, and um, even, I don't know if you can hear Lux making noise. She's all of a sudden decided, oh, you okay? (laughs) She decided to start playing in the room, of course, that I'm recording this in. And she makes these little, these cute little noises. Oh, now they're playing under the door with each other. So cute. Um, <laughs> I also love the way they pounce. They both pounce and they crouch down and they get ready and then they pounce and, but sometimes it takes a while before they decide to pounce. It's so funny. It's so freaking cute. And I can imagine if you're around children all the time, they do things that are just so delightful all the time, right? It's so, 
I was thinking about my nephew when my family was here. They came for their spring break and my nephews were just so legitimately, I had, <laughs> we, we did so much fun stuff, right? While we're here, because they, they live in New Jersey and we're here in California where we went to um, the, the aquarium, Monterey Bay Aquarium, we, which they were very excited about. And, you know, I, it's, there's a deep sea exhibit, which I had, um, I will, did some, you know, I had some consulting, some help. I put some effort into that um, exhibit and there's actually a picture of me in the exhibit. And so I'm glad it was still there while my family was here. <laughs> um, so it's really fun to do those kinds of things, like show your family, show, show the people you love what you do on a daily basis. But so then we went, for example, we went to the elephant. We saw elephant seals at Anya Nueva. We went kayaking in Elkhorn Slough with the otters and the seabirds and the pelicans. And we, of course, went to the beach multiple times. Um, we went to the Exploratorium in San Francisco and had faux after and um, went to the ferry building for lunch and we saw the Golden Gate Bridge and went through Golden Gate Park and so many amazing things. And the last day, we kind of reserved a last day for, uh, we also, it made me so happy to like, actually, I have a home and a table, like a dining room table that's big enough for the family and to make dinner for them in my own home was so wonderful. And then keep like, then every uh, multiple nights we would come, we would come to my house instead of the house they were renting. Cause I don't have enough room for all of them to stay here. Um, so they were staying in a, you know, a VRBO and but we had dinner here and then we would play games and it was so fun. But the thing that just I find so endearing for Christmas, I had given them, both of them, a banana slug sweatshirt. So each of them, it was different. The um, little one had a really cute kind of, it was like a cuter banana slug graphic He's 11, so he's not that little. Um, but it was like a child-size sweatshirt. Otherwise, I would have gotten them all. Because even the older nephews of my other sister's kids were like, whoa, that one's really cool. <laughs> so cute. And then um, the older one, who is now 16, he got, um, I gave him a UCSE. That's our, the local UC Santa Cruz. The um their mascot is the banana slug. And so I got them both hoodies and they wore them so much while they were here. <laughs> it was so cute. So then the last day we went on a hike in the redwoods and I was like hopefully we see some banana slugs, but I mean, it's not like banana slugs are like <laughs> all over the place, you know, in the redwoods. They're, they're 
um, it's not that they're hard to spot because they're banana yellow, but they're just, you know, they're not always out. And it's usually when I see them, it's usually after rain and we hadn't had rain that week. So I was like, I don't know if we'll see any, but I kind of jokingly, they were like, I was like, well, we need to do our banana slug call. (laughs) And and both of the boys are like, well, since you're so connected to nature, which I thought was so adorable that they even said that, then, you know, isn't it, it's probably something that you should do. (laughs) so, So I just kind of like, it was, you know, more of an energetic call to the banana slugs. And then we're walking along this trail that I have been on a million times. And my brother-in-law is like, oh, there's one. And it's off to the side, just right off the trail. But in the, you know, the low shrubbery and the, um, all the growth right alongside the, the trail. So we, we stop and we're so excited and, um, my, (laughs) all of them were so excited. And then we just saw, I'm not kidding, like along that same trail, then once we kind of knew to look over to the side, we found like 10 of them or something. And there was a point where my brother-in-law wanted to pick one up and, and, my nephew was so appalled. He's like, leave it alone. You know, he was just, and it wasn't that he was grossed out. Yeah, it is a slug. My sister was more like, ew, they're slugs. I'm like, but they're banana slugs. (laughs) And my nephew, Ollie, no joke, was like, so absolutely adamant. He was like pushing his dad away so that his dad could not pick up the slug because he didn't want it to be disturbed. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like at the end. So then the end of the day, this is the end of the week. We had done all these fun, fun things. Oh, we had also gone to a Mets game. Our family were all Mets fans and they were playing Oakland um, while during that week. So we went to a game in Oakland. We did all sorts of fun things. And we're asking what's everybody's favorite thing. And Ty's favorite thing was seeing banana slugs. (laughs) It's just like, I find that so delightful. (laughs) Um, The other things that have things that have been happening, experiences that I've been getting, receiving and acknowledging have been around really after asking for messages from my guides and seeing them. It's like we get messages from our guides all the time. It's just a matter of whether we're paying attention and acknowledging them. And so really asking specifically I have certain symbols that are really meaningful to me. Roses are one of them. And um, getting to, yeah, every time I see a rose out in the world, it's like um, the other, another one are bees. Bees are a big one for me. Um, Stars. 
Egyptian symbols, unicorns, <laughs> you know, the usual. <laughs> uh, angel numbers, all of the repeated numbers. I see repeated numbers definitely every single day, usually multiple times a day. And it's like, well, what are the chances that I'm going to look at the clock at 111? Like, what what are the chances? I mean, we could figure that out statistically, <laughs> but it's, it's not all that high. And for me to do it every single day, like it's so interesting. Like today I've already seen three, you know, three numbers in a row at least twice. And it's like 1030 in the morning. So. <laughs> um, when I see a movie that really captures that magic, like, um, yeah, the ser- serendipities in life, I just, it makes me so happy that people are, there are people that are paying attention and they're like creating artwork uh, around it and really in a way that lots of people are going to see it and experience it. That really makes me delighted. Um, I also had a pretty big experience with this week. I gave a talk to at work to our board of directors. It's like, once a year, we have three board meetings per year, but once a year, it's called Day of Engineering and Science and Technology. It's not the greatest name, but it's basically an entire day of us sharing our work. And they asked, they essentially wanted the communications people, like, how we're engaging and inspiring, engaging, um, taking all that we do at work and then sharing it with the world. And they wanted us to be last. So I did the presentation with my fellow, someone I hired, uh, someone who I mentor. And that was really Um, a beautiful experience to see her walk through that process. She was quite nervous and also completely pulled it off. (laughs) So that was really fun. And to like, I really had this new level of, of awareness around being able to be my full self to allow all of me to be seen in that setting. And I don't mean that I'm like talking about angel <laughs> angels and spirit guides in front of my board of directors, but but I'm like not hiding any of it. I'm I'm wearing like a 3-quarter sleeve blazer um and I have, you know, to I have tattoos on both arms for both forearms, the inside, and I didn't even think 
of think twice about it. Like I wasn't thinking about it at all. And then at lunch, one of the board members asked me about my tattoos and just legitimately wanted to know. She said her, her children and grandchildren have tattoos and they all have stories behind them. And I was like, yeah, that is very true. You know, and I told them a little bit about them, but, um, didn't get too personal because it wasn't the right setting, but I allowed, I allowed myself to really be me. And just before that, earlier in the morning, I had, um, a session with the group of women that I've been meditating with, um, working with and the ethers for like four years, three and a half years now. And in that session, I said out loud, you know, before we started, I, you know, I would love support in holding that frequency that I can show up as really all of me in this presentation. And, and then the guides that work with us in the ethers actually addressed that and it felt really special and um, really meaningful to me. And it helped remind me that there's so much more to what I'm doing and that it all, I don't have to see these things as separate. So that may be expansive to some of you that like all of these things that you're interested in throughout your life, you may right now see them as like a hobby or you see your spirituality as this very personal thing. And I will offer this um, wisdom that I have been experiencing that you can be all of you. You can truly step into that, the magic of you. And it's a frequency. It's an energy that you emit. It's not, it's like a light. It's, it's also a magnetism that you are and you don't have to say anything. And you're also really transmitting a frequency to the people around you. So everyone at that board meeting got to receive this energy of the roses that I have been working with and this light, this higher light frequency, and they may be able to actually receive it and accept it, or it may just become available to them. And then at some point they will integrate it when they're ready. And it, it comes with that intention So much of what we do is that simple. What we can, what we are capable of is like your intention makes it so and you can access consciousness in any moment. So in your moments throughout today and throughout this week, I invite you to really notice, pay attention to those little 
magical delights that happen, the synchronicities, the beauty, the connection, because really that's what it's about is connection. It's reminding you you're connected. Um, and acknowledging it, it's, it's like, you can see it and be like, huh? Or you can really imbibe that feeling like what? Wow. And then share it with someone. If you're in, if you're with someone, that's even better. You can say, whoa, did you see that? And, or you can then share the story. If you're not with someone, you can share the story with someone later. And it then connects them to that moment. I've also been working really directly with the earth. And I always, every morning before... I sit down to meditate. I connect to the earth. I send a grounding cord down from my root into the earth. And what came to me with all of these explorations that I've been doing uh, um, was to ask her, ask Gaia, how can I contribute to you today? And it was like, it was so interesting. This overwhelming feeling of gratitude came that she was just so grateful that someone was actively interacting with her and not just like going through the motions. And I believe that that happens every day when we notice what's happening in nature. But when you, you can really profoundly connect with Gaia by asking her, how can I contribute to you today? And listen to what, what comes back. And it might be as simple as pure gratitude and communion with her. Or, or it may be something very specific and actionable. So see what, and, and then you could do that with any being, right? Any animal, any animal in your life, any animal out in the wild. Like give yourself a moment, the birds chirping outside and we're like really listen and look at them and Ask them how you can contribute and see what happens. Because this is really, it's a, this life, <laughs> this human experience, this spiritual, <laughs> sorry, I just, it's, we are humans having a, no, <laughs> we're spiritual beings having a human experience. <laughs> Oy. I'm so tempted to cut that out, but I'm not going to. So you guys can laugh with me. Spiritual beings having a human experience. And this human experience is about being human. 
feeling your feelings, being delighted, crying, being moved to tears, being in awe and wonder in this planet we live on. All of these things are about being human. It's really easy when one gets deeper into spiritual teachings to like want to just retreat into that inner world. But it's not about that. It's about being all of you in all that you do, in all that you experience, in all that you are. So I invite you to have a little practice in delight, in gratitude, in wonder, in awe, in acknowledging and seeing magic every day. Thank you all so much for listening. If you'd like to help spread this energy, you can like, subscribe, rate the podcast, and reviews are really, really helpful. If you listen to this podcast regularly and have not written a review, I will, I am humbly asking you to do so. It really helps uh, the podcast reach more people. Thank you all so much. Have a beautiful week and enjoy the magic. Love you all. Satnam.